Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts. And you can listen to all our shows at TravelAdviceShow.com and on iTunes. And I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How you doing, Jerry? Doing well. Oh, yes. oh great. And it's kind of neat. Going to be talking about Turkmenistan. Yeah. It's a place that most people have never heard of, or they have, they've not been. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah. It's a neat place. I mean, well, I guess it's a neat place, considering it's north of Iran. Okay. And south of Uzbekistan. Oh, okay. And um, it it's nothing like those two countries. The, those two countries are a thousand times better to visit. And that's why people go to Uzbekistan and to Iran and not to Turkmenistan. Oh, really? But oh. what I recommend doing, and I, I have done this, uh, is I have uh, had my driver and guide drop me off at the border from uh, Iran. Okay. We drove from Mashhad over to the border um, of Turkmenistan. Uh, there's a river, and you walk to no man's land and uh, cross over this long bridge and then get into Turkmenistan. And then you go uh, picked up there, and then I had my driver and guide drive me all over the country. Not all over, but mainly the... Um, Central East and the Central North and the Central South. Okay. And uh, that's a great way to do it because you really do need a guide who um, speaks your language and also uh, Turk. Um, because oh, one thing we ought to mention is they call themselves Turks, which they can. Oh. And should. But uh, when we think of Turks in most of the world, we think of Turk as, uh, Turkey. Turkey, right, right. And um, not. Turkmenistan. So we, it, that's always a shock to me, the first day or two that I'm there. And they say, well, the Turks. And I think, oh, we're nowhere near it. Uh, but it, they are Turks also. And um, most people, if you fly in there, and I've done that um, before, they fly into the capital, Ashgabat. Ashgabat, yep, yep. It's yeah. a south, near the Iranian border. Yeah, right. it's uh, in the center of the country, sort of, and uh, but the south central. Yes, yeah. And a lot of airlines fly there. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, uh, from Europe and Beijing and uh, Qatar and Dubai and oh, wow. India. So, I mean, Russia. It's not hard to get there. It really isn't. I mean, even Lufthansa flies there and Qatar Airways. And, so, it's not really hard to get there. But um, we've got to uh, talk about. Uh, it's one of these countries that is about 50 years behind its neighbors. Oh, really? Okay. And um, as far as um, architecture, uh, not architecture, but facilities and things like that. Infrastructure? Yeah, infrastructure. Infrastructure. Uh, it still feels very 1950 Russia. Okay. And uh, the hotels and things, although they have built a couple of decent ones. And um, 
five-star luxury, but the Nusei Hotel in uh, Ashgabat is really quite a decent hotel. Very mm -hmm. nice. Probably four-star. Now, we've got to talk a few minutes about what it looks like. Uh, the center part is all desert. It's, it's a Karakun desert. It's pretty desert? Okay. Yeah, and it's huge. I mean, it's a big desert. It's probably at least half of the country. Wow, okay. And it's a desert. And um, it has a Karakun canal that runs across the country. I understand now, and I've not seen the ending on the Caspian, I understand it goes about a thousand miles across the country. Uh, all the way to the Caspian Sea now. Oh, wow. And, um, which is very nice. That does. But there are some things that you have to do. There are some things that you must do. You have to do on your first uh, visit. Okay. The, and again, I said that you really have to have somebody that speaks the language. Because no matter what you do, uh, there's not a lot of English. There's more Russian. There's not a lot of English or French or anything like that. Now, there's a place um, it's in the northern, the central part, um, up north, uh, going toward Uzbekistan. And it's called the, uh, Darbaza, or the Darbaza, uh, D-A-R-B-A-Z-A. Now that is worth the trip, if nothing else. But you must do it at night. And you must have a driver and guide to get you out, because you must see it at night. It, they call it the door or gate to hell. Oh, really? What happened is, oh, I don't know, around 1970s, early 70s, uh, oil people were out there digging around for oil, and uh, the land collapsed. Oh, man. Uh, depressurized or overpressurized it, digging around, and it just made it go down. So it's a little uh, indention uh, in the earth. And, uh, but it hit the oil, and it caught fire, and it burns all the time. And it's big. It's about the size of a, an American football field. Oh, my gosh. And wow. at night, it's very eerie. And it's one of the most unique things I've ever seen in the world because there's no other place quite like that. Hmm. Um, but you need the driver and guide to get you out. And um, it's not too bad uh, because um, uh, there's not any decent hotels nearby. So you've got to get out uh, so you can. And um, in Ashgabat, Everyone goes there, but I wouldn't stay more than two days for downtown because they do have just outside of town the, uh, I never said it correctly, the, the Jipjok, Jipjok, something like that, something the G. Okay. It's our museum, um, and it is impressive. Um, it really is, and you really need to see that. And how, how so, far is that from the capital? Well, it's, um, Probably uh, only about six to ten miles, but it takes forever to get there. Okay. And it has, I understand, the largest dome in Central Asia. Oh my gosh! And uh, it will remind you very much of the um, uh, mosque in Mashhad, Iran. And it'll also, from a distance, I mean, I can see similarities to the Taj Mahal. It's very unique. It's worth the trip to go out there and see it. And um, you may be tempted to go see the uh, Parthian settlement of, uh, I think it's of Nisa, and I am saying, uh, if you've been to Uzbekistan and you've been to Persepolis out of Shiraz in Iran, you'll find this um, just okay. You'll say, oh yeah, okay. Uh, 
You gotta fly there. Uh, you don't have to. Okay. Uh, but it's a long drive. Okay. Um, can, can you take public transportation or? No, uh, uh, not really. Um, I haven't been in a couple of years, but it's one of those countries where you have to, in order to get your visa, you've got to submit your itinerary. Oh, do you really? Okay. Okay. You now, from a licensed uh, travel agency or tour operator. Gotcha. That gotcha. Um, okay. is licensed with the Turkmenistan. So it's, um, and I don't know of any, uh, well, imagine uh, the CIS countries could do, just go in. But I understand that every 
Americans can't just show up. But most, a lot of people can. Oh, but okay. in the Turkmenistan, I understand nobody can just show up. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah that's not, because you've got to have a visa. And they say all nationalities must have a visa. And I'm, I'm sure there might be some exceptions. But that's what I, uh, I've told there and everybody. And But you can't get the visa unless you have your prearranged uh, itinerary. Gotcha. gotcha. And by, by a travel agency that is licensed to do it. So it's just you just can't show up. Um, I, I, I guess I wouldn't do it, but I guess you could in your itinerary say you want to take the local bus out there. But you'd be very stupid to do it. Yeah. You really would, unless you've got a lot of time. Number one, very few people speak English there. Really? Okay. And number two, you wouldn't have a clue. And then um, it's an ancient ruin out there, uh, about 20 miles from Merv. And um, it is um, one of my favorite ruins there. I mean, in one way, it's one of my favorite ruins in the world. The reason I say that is because you can see how the um, formation of the uh, dome started. And uh, they, it's really very, very fascinating, um, with the architecture. And then you, I mean, when you see that mausoleum and you see that minaret, you see my crud, they're huge and beautiful. And um, what do you recommend going out there and see that? Yeah, what time period is that journey? Is that part of the Silk Road there? Is that yes, it is. Oh, okay. Part of the Silk Road. Oh, okay. In fact, uh, Mir Corporation. Yeah. It does the five stand countries. Yeah. Uh, tours and the Silk Road route. It goes right there. Right there. Uh, do you recommend um, uh, Mir Corporation, or is there any other companies that, that that you can get a guide? And do you have to? Can you prearrange that? Uh, you, I think you have to do it. You have to in order to get your visa. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there's one country that uh, I know uh, several of my friends have used. I have never used them. And uh, I hope I get it right. It's the Silk Road Explorer. Okay. Silk Road Explorer. And I think it's Silk Road Explorer, like Explore, explore.com. Uh-huh. Explore. Right. Okay. But they're located in Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. And uh, they speak English and everything. And everyone uh, really likes them over there because they're there. They're right there. Yeah. Uh, but I use Mary Corporation because they've been going there for, as soon as they opened it all up uh, to travel. Russia did. It used to be called Russia. And then the independence came, and then they became independent. Right. And um, it, um, so they all took their old names back. And, wow. Uh, so I use Mirror because they've been going there for 25 years or whatever, and uh, they know everybody, and I just use them. It's, I've had a fabulous experience every time I've used them. The guys are wonderful. Okay. But I, uh, as I said, the Silk Road Explorer. Okay. Uh, the people I know that have used them have been very happy with them. Oh, great. So. Yeah, and, and what kind of sets apart, like these ancient ruins that you're talking about and all that, but it... It, but it, it, you mentioned it kind of feels like you're going back in time a little bit, you know, with, with other countries. Uh, is there um, is there anything on the Caspian Sea side? I noticed they have the they're on the Caspian no. Sea. Uh, not really. Not much. Over uh, there. Well, there is right. one thing out there okay. that they're trying desperately to, to build the country 
is they're trying to build a beach resort. Oh, okay. Out there. Okay. Now, uh, it's hard enough to get into the country, number one. But, uh, and it's called, if I remember right, Abaza, or A-B-A-Z-A, Abaza. It's a town, and they have, uh, I don't know, eight or nine, ten hotels out there. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, uh, they've got one of them, the Yelks Yacht Club, if I remember that. Yeah, Yelks Yacht Club is um, very nice. It's oh. a very nice hotel. Uh, indoor outdoor pool and uh, uh, gym, very nice. Okay. But it's so isolated, and there's nothing to do out there, really. It's okay. Um, just nothing to do. Is there boating or anything, sailing or anything like that? Yeah, you, anything you do, water sports, you you can water. boating. They have a boat that takes you up the canal uh, around about. It's kind of neat, yeah. I guess. But you know, to go there. It's like going to Kish. Kish? Kish. I say Kish. K-I-S-H. Oh, the island in Iran. Yeah, in Iran. Yeah. Um, you know, one day you've seen it done. It, gotcha. The area is desert. It's dry. It's, I'm going to say ugly. They've got yeah. some mountains out there. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, there are billions of better beaches in the world than there. Yeah, okay. And the Caspian Sea is, is, um, is nice. When I go there for a beach vacation, never on this earth. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What? So, so um, is the rest of is the country in the south part? Is that pretty mountainous? Would, did you go through mountains a little bit, or, or is it, it kind of? It's just well, I would never. The only the eastern part has more mountains. The eastern part, but, okay. Yeah, but there are. I being from Utah, when yeah. we say mountains, we mean ten thousand feet or higher. Yeah. Um, uh, they don't really have those there. Uh, they have mountains, maybe three or four thousand feet or something. I've never researched them, but they're nothing that you really look at, except in the eastern part. Gotcha. They have some uh, areas that it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to drive through them, but no, most of it. And that, yeah, no, I w- you don't go there for the mountains either. Okay, gotcha. And how was the food, Jerry? Was the food good? Well, the food is just, they'll kill me, but it's like Iranian food. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, their lamb kebab is to die for also. Oh, I bet. And rice, a lot of rice and stuff. Yeah, they, uh, it's very very Iranian-type food. Okay. And um, fresh vegetables and soups, or stews, I should say. Oh. Yeah, it, it's very Iranian um that part of the world. It's not Indian food mm-hmm. um, in seasoning. It's, it's more Iranian. That's it's close. Uh, they do have uh, some Russian-type food that you can get oh, in okay. restaurants. Okay. Um, that's famous from Russia. So it's a mixture of the two, but the main emphasis, I would say, is Persian. Yeah. Oh, I, we need to mention one thing that is kind of weird. Okay. Um, when you're there in uh, Ashgabat, uh, you drive out uh, a ways. It's about an hour drive, if I remember right. And it's um, Kawata. I've heard it pronounced Kawata, but it's K-O-W-A-T-A, Kawata. Okay. And it's an underground lake. Oh, wow. And it's a hot hot lake. Um, like a hot springs um, kind of place? Or? Like sitting in a, a hot tub. Yeah, like uh, a hot springs kind of? Yeah, yeah. It's like a hot spring, but underground. 
Underground, really? Wow. Yeah. In, in a cave? Water, kind of? approximately, um, oh. I, it's, it's not hot, hot. So I'm guessing it's like 97, 98 to 100 degrees. Not like 104, 105. So you can get in there and frolic around and have some good time. But it's amazing. Uh, it's really kind of interesting to go in there. But I highly recommend that you have a guide that takes you out there, number one, so you can find it. It's off the main highway. And uh, so you can find it and interpret for you and to get the um, tickets for you uh, and to tell you what what's there. So you really need a guide. Uh, not many that speaks your language because most people just speak Turkmen and um, Russian. Okay, okay. So it's a great place to go. Um, I mean, it's one of those countries that you go to after you've done other things. Okay, okay. Or as you're going between Iran and um, Uzbekistan. Mm-hmm. If you have the time. Because uh, it's right in the middle. And, uh, as I said, uh, one time I, uh, with the guide, um, he dro- dropped me off at the border coming in from Mashhad, Iran. I went across the no man's land and they picked me up and we drove all the Ashkabat and Merv and things. Wow, um, awesome. It's, and then I ended up uh, going up um, into. Um, Uzbekistan. Um, so I, it's to Kiva, Uzbekistan. We just dro- drove across the border. Wow. And then from Kiva, I flew off to uh, other parts of Uzbekistan and toured that. But, so, yeah, most people do it in between. Okay. Uh, very few people um, just fly to Uzbekistan for a vacation. Um, it isn't. Uh, a tourist spot in the sense of it's geared for a Western tourist, unless you're really adventurous, which I like to be. Yeah, yeah. It says I don't mind uh, things like that, but um, it, it's it, if you're in the area, go see it, but don't really just go there. Right. is a, a part of the series maybe that we can talk about some of these u- real unique countries that you've been to and and these adventurous countries which I find fascinating I would I, I'm, I'm I think a lot of travelers are starting to kind of like want to explore more and get out more even out of their comfort zone more and uh, um, but also to, to check out new things and new, new things around the world and ruins and everything different cultures and yeah, I totally agree. I uh, yeah. 
I get more and more amazed because I go to many countries more than once, sometimes 10, 15, 30, 50 times. Right. And uh, over the time, I'm just stunned at the changes in the country and the number of people. I know the first time I went to China, um, you never saw Westerners, and you couldn't tell the difference between the men and the women. Oh, the clothing, right. The and um, what, 40 years later, my heavens, uh, you can't tell they're in China. Right. right. I mean, as modern as Tokyo, and everybody has a yeah. iPhone and things like that. Yeah. It, it's uh, it, In the cities. Now, of course, the rural areas have rural uh, things. So. And I think that's but, the best yeah. part of traveling, Jerry, yeah. Uh, but I'm amazed at how everywhere in the world is changing. Is evolving so quick, yeah. It, it, is it is it changing really fast that you've noticed? I mean, just in the last, like, yeah, 10 years? Like, or? I mean, like, Turkmenistan hasn't changed in, what, 3,000 years? <laughs> and all of a sudden, in the last 20 years, now it's, 30 years, they've got a very nice hotel and starting a beach resort. And, yeah. And uh, great paved roads. And, yeah. So, I mean, every place is going very quickly. So if you're going to go to Turkmenistan, go now before you better go now. Yeah, before it becomes a big, uh, more of a destination, more. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I would be very. I mean, poor Uzbekistan. I mean, it, it has KFC and. Uh, oh no. Oh no. So you're too late. Oh no. Um, and if it weren't for um, you know certain things uh, politically speaking for Iran, it had the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It. The world is changing too fast. It's going pretty and, quick. Um, yeah. If you want to do anything exotic, you really got to go out to find exotic. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I um, I don't go to Europe anymore. Yeah. Very often. Yeah. Because you can't do anything in Europe that isn't already touristy. Yeah. Too Western for me. Uh, I love Europe with passion. Mm-hmm. There are things to do in Europe that you feel like you're not in the tourist group. But um, I like to go to Central Africa, West. I mean, if you really want to live or die, you will want to go to West Africa. That's my favorite place on earth. Is it really? Really? Yeah, and they're still not touristy at all. Yeah. It has not changed. It's wonderful. Wow. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, they might have the uh, Kempinski Hotel in Jemina Chad, but you go, uh, other than that, it hasn't changed for years. years. What, 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 what are some of your favorite countries over in Western Africa there? Well, the best country, well, my favorite definitely is Mali. Mali, really? Okay. Mali is, is, the history and the culture is unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. Oh. Um, it's very difficult to get around. Um, the, as you get outside of um, the capital, uh, some of the hotels leave a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, and then, Oh, if you really want to live or die, uh, I think somebody told me they is not doing it anymore. But, but during the rainy season, the, when the Niger River, the Niger or Niger River mm-hmm. is high, they have a boat that goes down it all the way um, down it from connecting the bigger towns along it. And uh, doing that is unbelievable. unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's oh, great. Oh, it goes like from Gao to Bamako. And sometimes it starts in Timbuktu, it goes to Bamako. Cool. And um, I've done it twice. It's horrible. You think you're just going to be, you'll die from every disease on the man. 
Um, don't have one of these little cabins on it, and the food, you just know you're going to die from dysentery. <laughs> but it is um, It's a great adventure. Wonderful yeah. experience. All the people sleep on the deck, and they're really nice people. I love Molly. Yeah, I'm trying. Cool. That's a whole show. Yeah, yeah. We, we, absolutely we should talk about Maui next Senegal. Senegal? Oh, nice. Mm, yeah, I we, love Senegal. We, we should do, yeah, we could do more shows on, on those kind of countries, yeah. And, uh, and uh, Togo. Togo is, is maybe, or oh, I don't want to say it, but maybe my favorite country in West Africa. But the, the, the ones I've mentioned are all equal, very different. Each one is very, very different. Yeah. Okay. So I like them equally for their difference. Okay. And all the other countries are interesting, but uh-huh. they're not touristy at all. I yeah, mean, zero. Nice. Yeah. All right, well. Do the biomass. Yeah. Well, but, uh, go to Turkmenistan now if you're going to go because it's yeah. once. Um, Before it gets to. Yeah, it's the politics that keeps it down, like Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, the politics. Well, although the politics is smart enough to know in Iran, tourism is valuable. Yeah. Uh, Turkmenistan hasn't quite gotten there yet. Good, gotcha. Okay. 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 Well, well, th- th- thanks, Jerry, for your insight on, on t- Turkmenistan. And uh, um, until then, yeah. And, and, and everybody, uh, feel free to comment us on, on traveladviceshow.com or put a review on iTunes for us. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Okay, Jerry, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to our show from all around the world. We really appreciate that. And we'd like to uh, give a shout out. Uh, thank you to Stephen Pratt for helping compose the music, the wonderful intro and the ending of the show. And i also like to uh, say thank you to James Steed uh, for helping with the website and audio information. And also Nate Scholes um, about uh, getting us on the right track and helping us.